Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Bridget Spackman. And Michelle Frey. And we're here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Girl, we are not going to waste time. We're going to jump right on in. So what has been your biggest time-sucking hurdle this week? Do you have to do SLOs? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So those of you who don't know what an SLO is, it stands for Student Learning Objective. Also known as a time-sucking hurdle. Yes. And I was going to say teachers love acronyms, (laughs) which we're using an acronym for time-sucking hurdle, TSH. So we're guilty of that. (laughs) Totally. But an SLO is basically a way to target an area where your students need to grow. You give them a pretest, you focus your instruction on that area, and then you give them a post-test in order to show student growth. And while I think that's a great thing, it's just the paperwork involved has been the bane of my existence lately. No, I can totally imagine that. It is definitely a struggle having to get through all of that paperwork. I, I feel you, girl. I'm right there with you. And when I used to teach math, I would do two math SLOs. And I got pretty good at doing math SLOs because we have to do two per year. But now that I teach reading, I have to do a reading one and a math one. And I'll be frank, I don't know what I'm doing with the reading one. <laughs> Wait, you do two of them? Yes. We have I to only do two have to do year. one. Oh, can we trade? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> so today, guys, we are going to be discussing teacher evening routines to de-stress from the day and prepare for the next. I'm so excited for this one because in our last episode, we talked about morning routines and we gave you all five things that every teacher needs to have as a part of their morning routine. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I think it's going to be helpful for Bridget and I to each just go through kind of step by step our evening routine. So it's almost going to be like you are a fly on the wall just listening to us go through our evening routines. And like we said in the last episode too, we have very different lives. So we approach it very differently. And I think it's going to be really nice for our listeners, for all of you guys out there to really hear what it's like from two different worlds almost. Yes, 100%. So let's start by discussing what it means to actually de-stress. Oh, bless. That's something teachers don't do enough. Oh, they absolutely don't. And I think it's because we're so busy doing things for all of the little lives that depend on us as their teacher. Yeah. And we carry the weight of the world with us. Do you know what I mean? We have so many different things happening and we see and hear about so many different things with our students and we just carry it around with us all day. And it's heavy. It's very heavy. It is so heavy. Too heavy. But de-stressing is different for everyone. For some of us, de-stressing might be getting things done off of our to-do list. Okay, that's totally that's where totally I fall. You, yes. <laughs> but for other people, de-stressing might mean distracting yourself from anything school-related. Like watching like murder on the ID channel? So that's Bridget's thing. I mean, <laughs> whatever floats your boat, this is a judgment-free zone. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. But the point is there's no right way or wrong way. And I just, I need to get on my little soapbox for a second. Go girl, do it. We need to stop guilting teachers who want to work on school in their free time. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. (laughs) But I'm going to kind of twist this the other way as well. We also need to stop looking down on teachers who don't want to work on school. Preach it, girl. (laughs) Like I cannot, I'm so happy that you mentioned that. It's that whole you're wrong if you do and you're wrong if you don't. I know that's not the actual phrase, but we're going to keep this like family friendly. 
But we need to stop making teachers feel like they're wrong for doing one thing, but they're wrong if they do the complete opposite. Like, it's okay that we're all different and we all handle our stress and de-stress in different ways. Absolutely. I can not agree more. So Bridget, I'm really curious. I want to hear your evening routine. Okay. I know we're best friends and I have seen so much through your vlogs and I do know a lot of what you do, but can you take us just step-by-step through a typical school night? What is your routine from the time you leave school or maybe the time your kids leave until you go to bed? Yeah, I'm going to start this when my kids leave because I really try not to stay very late at all. I made it a point that this year I was really going to stick to leaving by I probably leave a good five minutes after my kids leave. That's impressive. I've gotten it down to an art, let me tell you. And it feels so good to say I'm gone and I'm gone. It's just, it's fantastic. Okay. So my kids end up leaving. They will walk out of the building. Um, They dismiss just by buses one by one. And so the kids will walk out. And as the kids are still in the room and they're kind of dwindling down, usually they're reflecting on something. So I keep it very, very quiet inside of my classroom. And at that time, I have kids who are working on different uh, tasks that they have to do for the classroom just to maintain it. They're changing the date. They're getting my Keurig ready. Yes, I have my kids get my Keurig ready for me in the morning. Bridget, I just think that that's the most amazing they, idea ever. They like clean my coffee mug and they put in my little Keurig like cup and they have it pod. open and they make sure the water is filled so that when I walk in, I can just close it and hit go. You have them trained. It's so fantastic. <laughs> but I have them do all of the different things that I just need done so my classroom is ready to start for the day. The only thing that needs to go up is really just a morning meeting message. And that's on my computer, which is pretty simple. But I love that you have your students do things for you. Maybe that's the wrong way to put it, but you give them responsibilities. Well, I have to say, Michelle, this is the first year that I've done it. And how do you feel about it? I feel great about it. I can imagine leaving about five minutes after they leave. I mean, it's great. That's so good for you and your mental health as a teacher. Yeah. And I have to say, like, for me as well, we changed how we dismiss our students. And so instead of us all leaving at once and me walking them down to the door, they now, like I said, call it by buses. So I still have all these kids in my room versus before it was like we had to pack up and like Zoom because we were the first round called to go to the front of the building. So it's easier for me now to be able to have jobs with the kids, which is is great. It's really helped me a ton. Yeah. When I get into sharing my evening routine, I'll talk a little bit to that because mine is kind of the opposite. Mine is more the old way that you used to do it. So I can kind of touch on how I handle that. Oh, that's perfect. That is so perfect. So I will check emails. That has to be something that I do. And very recently, I made the call to delete my email, my school email off my phone. Yes, you were mentioning that. And I did. I think that inspired me a little bit. I kind of want to try that because I feel like it would take away a lot of my stress. Yeah. So I have to be very mindful about me scheduling in exact times to check my emails from school. So I check my email. I make sure everything is cleared, done, and I don't have uh, anything that I need to respond to. And I keep a zero inbox. I was about to ask another really good one. Oh, yeah. I make sure everything is cleared off. I have things that I'm still waiting on or I put them into a folder of just a reference or something to that extent or I send messages out that I need to send out but it is at a zero inbox by the time I I leave at the end of the day 
So once I do that, then I will go through my paper inbox, which is a separate one. I was just talking about an email inbox. Now I go through my papers. Now these are papers that I get from the office, papers that kids will hand me, and I go through and process each individual paper. Now I've gotten really good at doing this throughout the day. So whenever I have a break time or I'm kind of walking by my desk and I'm like, oh, that needs to go over here, I will pick it up and go put it where it needs to, to go. Um, but I don't spend a ton of time now at this point because I've trained myself so well. So because you're doing it throughout the day, you don't have to spend as much time at the end of the day. That's really, really smart because then it also makes it less daunting. If you only have a few papers at the end of the day to process, you're more likely to get it done. Oh yeah. And there have been these very few occasions where I don't stay on top of it. And girl, let me tell you, I regret it so much. And once you get behind and you get buried under that paperwork, it's like you you can't get out of it. So you have oh, to stay so on top of it. It makes your life so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. So by the time the kids leave, I've checked my inbox, I've checked my emails, I've gone through, made sure that the kids' jobs are all complete. So for instance, their pencils are sharpened, the specials are ready for the next day, my coffee is ready for the next day. I turn off all my lights. I will go ahead and make sure that my morning message is written up, which I typically write it the week before. So I have it pretty much ready to go unless I need to add any special notes in there. But my, my morning message is ready to go on there. And... I leave. That's like me gone, which is pretty cool. All right. So you're leaving school. Are you carrying a bag with you? Like, are you taking stuff home? Girl, I only carry one little backpack. I have my laptop for my school. And typically, I really don't even bring my laptop anymore. I just carry my iPad. That's it. My iPad has my planner. It has my schedule. It has everything that I need inside of it. So that is the only thing that I'm carrying. And maybe maybe if I have to take something that I need to grade. Okay. I was going to ask about grading. It, it is very, very rare because again, everything that I do because I am a one-to-one -one school is on my iPad. So if I end up grading anything, if I have time to even grade anything and y'all let's be honest, let's be real. I don't do much schoolwork at home. I have plenty of things keeping me busy at home. So if I end up doing grading, I will grade on my iPad because it is all digital for me. And I love that because I know in my past, I've been famous for bringing papers home thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to get these graded. I'm going to be a great person. And then life happens and I just don't get to it, whether it's because I was exhausted or other things came up and it ends up being so stressful taking it home, knowing that I don't get to it because then the next day I start the day by already feeling behind. Yeah. And I am one that I have to just leave now. I can't really sit down and think, okay, what do I want to have done for the next day? I can't do that yet. I need to have a little bit of distance, a little bit of space to just kind of decompress from the day. So I just try to leave. I make sure I have everything ready. Like if a sub was to come into my room for some odd reason, I am not able to come to work. All my materials are ready to go because I usually check it throughout the day, especially during my planning period, which is towards the end of the day. And I leave and I go home. It's y'all. It's fantastic. So you've now left school. You're home. What is next on your evening routine? It is routine? mass chaos. <laughs> <laughs> organized mass chaos. But <laughs> organized mass chaos. Uh, it is truly me coming home. We have kids, we have wrestling, we have soccer practice, we have 
chorus that's happening. So between making dinner, making sure everybody's fed, cleaning up, we also have a dog, Walter. He's adorable. I can confirm this. He is adorable. He's adorable. <laughs> but between all of these different things that I have going on with my family, I really just kind of focus on that and them. And so sometimes we'll play games. Sometimes we'll just chill on the couch. But it's me just spending time with my boys. And then, of course, it's that whole thing of how is school and what homework do you have and making sure we're practicing words and making sure that we're reading. So we go through the normal and typical, like make dinner, everybody make sure that they have a bath. We read to our boys at night, we give them some songs and then we put them to bed. And then that's typically when I'm able to do some of the things that I need to be, need to get done for the next day. So what are some of those things that you're doing to prepare for the next day? Yeah, so I have to make sure that I have my clothes laid out for the next day. I really don't like to think about what I'm wearing for the next day. And y'all, I wear the almost the exact same thing every single day. Like, it's really sad. I'm like black on black on black on black on black, basically. I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> so I have my clothes ready for the next day. I go ahead, and this is so important for me. I have to pack my bag. Yes. So anything that I need to take with me, because I have a lot of picture books. I have a lot of resource books here in my house that I don't keep at school, but I keep here. So I go through really fast and look at my schedule and my lessons for the next day here in the evening, just to make sure that I have all of the materials and whether or not I need to pick up a book. Usually I write like a little to do, like oh, you make sure to take this book back to school the next day type situation. So I'll check off some of those items, make sure my bag is packed, ready to go, uh, charge my iPad. Oh, that's a, I'm so bad at charging my iPad right now. I've kind of fallen off of that one. Um, and then I also make sure that my lunch is ready because I can't really eat a ton of stuff at the, at the cafeteria. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Bridget does eat gluten-free. Yeah. And Not so by choice, guys. I can imagine that that would make it a lot more restrictive. It is. It is. So I have, I, and it was a real big struggle for me in the very beginning. So I had to learn to really pack my lunch. So I have my lunch pack. And then after that, it's really just thinking, okay, what are the three things that I want to accomplish for the next day? I set my three, my power list, my top three for the next day. I have it written down. I climb into bed. I watch ID with my husband for a little while. We chat and I go to bed pretty flipping early. Like I'm in bed by nine o'clock. I'm not going to lie. It's interesting hearing your evening routine because there are so many things that are the same, but at the same time I'm hearing and going, nope, that's not me. Nope, that's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's so funny. So I'm now curious, what is your evening routine look like? Okay. So I will start with dismissal because that's where you kind of started. My dismissal is done in a way where each teacher is responsible for taking a certain group of students up to the front to dismiss them. So I personally have a set of walkers. So I take those walkers from fourth grade up to the front. Now, our dismissal time goes from 345 until 410. It's kind of a lengthy dismissal time, almost a half an hour. Now I'm usually the second group called. So I'm usually leaving my room by about 350. That gives me about five minutes as students are in my room. That doesn't give me a ton of time to start going through and getting things done like what Bridget's able to do. However, I do try to utilize my students as much as I can. Um, I sometimes bribe them. Okay, don't Ooh. don't judge me, but I'll give out we have cup kudos as like our school reward system. That's super cute. I love that. Yes, because our school mascot is a cub. So we give them these little like 
paw stamp things. Anyway, I will bribe them with cub kudos to do things like stacking chairs or kind of sweeping the floor. The main thing I like them to help with is really cleaning the classroom because I think that's important for them. Once they are out of the building, I kind of enjoy that time because it's like, okay, now I can start chugging away at my to-do list. The first thing I always, always, always do is clear my desk. I'm a huge believer in clear desk, clear mind. So I will go through and any papers that maybe were pulled out or if I had extra copies, I will file them away. I have a place that everything goes. If it's a paper that I need to put into a file, um, such as like a student's cumulative folder or something like that, where it's not actually in my room. It's up in the office. I have a drawer where I put it until I have time to go up there. I have a place to store extra copies. Once my desk is clear, then I'm ready to set up all of my materials for the next day. I will actually lay them out on my desk and they're kind of in the order that I'm going to use them throughout the day. It just makes me feel so much better. Then I sit down and also clean out my email inbox. I remember my first year of teaching, I, this is so bad, I did not delete a single email. Oh, girl, I have some teachers in my building like that. You know, I don't even know who I was back then. Okay, it's not the same person I am now. <laughs> now, I truly love to have that zero inbox. I have so many folders, so no matter what email it is, I have a place to move it over and store it. That way, my inbox is clear because it just makes me feel a lot better. I actually create my power list, as Bridget described, that list of top three things mm -hmm. I want to get done. I create it before I leave school. Plot twist. Oh. I know. <laughs> but I love to create my to-do list while I'm at school because I feel like when I'm in my classroom, my brain is like in school mode and it helps me to focus on like the school things. And once I leave, I don't want to think about That's it anymore. That's so interesting because for me, it's like I need to decompress, like I said, from it. But then if I think about it right before I go to bed, I don't feel like I'm going to stress about anything. Yeah, I can totally understand. Like it's getting it almost instead of off your chest, it's like getting it off your mind right, right. before you go to bed. Yeah. So as I leave from school, I'll kind of touch on that whole, what do I take with me? I have a book bag that I carry to and from school every day. A lot of days I'm leaving and it's pretty much empty. I do have this plastic case that I keep in there to hold papers and things in case I take them home. And I just always leave it in my book bag. Most of the time it is empty, but I still carry that book bag back and forth, mostly because when I get home, I put my ID badge in there. And if I don't put it in there, like I will not remember to take it. Oh yeah. No, I feel you. <laughs> so I try not to take things home. And I'm in my sixth year of teaching. It's taken me several years to get to this point. I definitely didn't start out that way. My first year, I was taking things home a lot, but I finally have gotten to the point where I just don't need to do that. And I think we also need to kind of touch on this too, because I know you do this just like I do. If we end up taking something home, it's something that we're doing on our computers, right? Yes, 100%. Any work that I do for school at home is almost always on my computer, whether it's creating my Google Slides or anything like that. It's it's digital. And that does help a lot. I don't have a laptop that I take to school. I just have my personal laptop that stays at home. But because I store everything through Google Drive, I can access all of my stuff I use at school at home on my computer. And it's so much less stressful. Is that the right way of saying it? I think so. Okay. Personally, yes. <laughs> yeah. So once I leave school, I actually go straight to the gym. It is right on my way home. Typically, Billy, my fiance, will meet me there and we get our workout in. We're usually there for about an hour and a half. 
And for me, that is a huge stress relief. That is a long time to be at the gym. I know. But that is truly my like me time. I put in headphones, I blare some music, and I shut the rest of the world out. And I lift weights. (laughs) And for me, it just, I can feel all of my stress floating away. And it feels so good. And Billy and I will also kind of catch up a little bit on our day. But we honestly sit there both with our own headphones listening to our music and we just kind of ignore each other. (laughs) That is so funny. I love it. So I will leave the gym and head home. And that is my time to start checking off my to-do list, start getting stuff done. This might include me getting work done for grad school, whether it's research or writing a paper, or maybe I need to create a label and print it out and laminate it, which I need to do right now because I just got a new student. So I need to make up some labels, (laughs) get those done. But those are all things that I can check off pretty easily from my to-do list. Grad school, not so much, but I chunk it down. So it's well, a lot easier. Well, let's go ahead and just add teaching on the double on that too. Yes. And I also work on some lovely things with my partner, Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> but I set a limit for myself. Every single night, I stop working at 10 p.m. And I know some of you are listening to this and you're like, that girl is crazy. I don't stay up that late. I know Bridget's thinking that. But I am very much a night person. If you go back and listen to our podcast on morning routines, you will know that I do not like mornings. It's my least favorite part of the day. I am most productive at night, and that's why I use that time in order to get things done. But at 10 p.m., I cut myself off. At that point, I go upstairs. I do shower at night, so I'll go in and take my shower. I'll dry my hair, and that is my thinking time. Like When I'm in the shower and when I'm drying my hair, my mind is just on fast forward. Oh my gosh, I have the perfect gift for you then Ooh, what is it so wait I was... can I guess okay go is it like a note a notepad that goes in the shower oh that my you gosh down on? yes <laughs> I was back when we were like for Christmas I was like looking for things for my brother-in-law and I was like oh he would totally love this because he loves to leave little sweet notes for my sister and stuff and I was like this would be perfect yeah, I've seen those, but I didn't know if they were legit and like actually worked. Oh, they do. They're, okay. they're super fun. But that's <laughs> something that you would totally love. Oh, absolutely. Because my mind is just racing at that point. So then I need to kind of shut my mind off before I go to bed or else I will lay there and think forever and not be able to fall asleep. So once I'm done drying my hair, I will jump into bed. Well, not actually jump, but you know what I mean. Yeah, girl, <laughs> I gotcha. Billy and I will watch a show together. The show does rotate. A lot of times it's The Office or Friends, but right now it's Grey's Anatomy. Oh my gosh, I love Grey's Anatomy. I loved it too, and Billy has never really watched it, so I finally got him hooked on it. We're currently on season 10. Wow. So that is how I end my day because for me, it gets my mind off of everything I need to be doing. And it's my way of just kind of shutting down. And then once the episode is over, and sometimes we even have to pause it, like I won't make it through a full episode because I do take melatonin right before the episode to help me fall asleep. Then I'm ready to go ahead and shut down for the night. I love it. You know, I was sitting here and I'm as I'm listening to your evening routine, I'm starting to see and kind of analyzing our two, right? Because I think the biggest thing is, is we always get asked, you know, how do you guys do it? Like, how do you manage to do it all? How do you manage to like feel really good and not be stressed out as teachers with everything that you're doing? And can we do this on the count of three? Ready? One, two, three. We don't do it all. Oh yeah, no, we don't. (laughs) So sorry. I was like, where is she going with this? No, but we don't do it all. But I think that there are some very key pieces that I think both you and I do have in our evening routines 
that helps us to de-stress and be successful. And I think one of the big things that I noticed is that we don't take anything home. Yes. I think that's a huge one because so many teachers feel guilty if they're not working on things at home. But I can say from my perspective, once I stopped taking things home, I just felt like my mental health and my sanity improved significantly. Yeah. The other thing that I noticed is that we both pretty much have our areas cleared off. Oh, yes. I don't necessarily have my stuff laid out because I shared like I, they just clean out every they clean off everything on my counters. So I, I don't want to have my stuff out, but I keep it in my 43 folder system. And so like for me, we, but we still have this idea of everything's cleared. It's cleared and ready to go for the next day, which I think is another really important thing to know. I agree with that. I think it's almost like hitting the reset button at the end of the day. So when you go in the next day, you have a fresh start and you're not boggled down by that stress that you had the previous day. It feels like a clean start and that just starts your day off much better. Yeah. And the the next thing that I noticed was that we both do something that is about us. Yes. Okay. So for like me, it it is like watching the ID channel or listening to a podcast as I'm cooking or spending time with my boys. For you, it's going to be the gym and watching an episode of Grey's Anatomy with Billy. Like we have something that's very much about us when we go home. It's almost like that reward at the end of the day. It's kind of weird to think of working out or watching a show as a reward. But for me, that's my motivation. Like on those days where I'm feeling really, really tired and I'm struggling to make it until 4.15, I can just go, oh, but I get to go to the gym. I get to watch Grey's Anatomy tonight. And it makes me feel that much better. And I I do want to kind of go back and touch on this whole idea of not taking anything home because a lot of teachers are like, I can't, like I have to take stuff home or else it's not going to get done. I'm going to tell you right now, it will get done. I have spent so many years stressing about not being able to get something done or or something not getting done on time. And I started learning and realizing, you know what? It always gets done. Why am I stressing about something when in some way, somehow, like it does get done? I recently heard someone say that you're going to have a to-do list until you die. And it's kind of morbid to think about, but in reality, it's true. You're always going to have a list of things to do and you can't let that dominate and take control over your life. But Bridget, I'm going to give a little tough love here. Go. Are you okay with that? Oh girl. Yeah. So the reason you and I are able to not take things home is because we work really hard during the day to be productive, to maximize our planning time so that we have that luxury of not taking things home. But if you are dilly-dallying and talking to your coworkers and not getting things done during your planning time. You're on Facebook during like your planning time or you're just walking around and you're hanging out in the front office, not really getting anything finished. Then you might need to take things home. That's just the reality. But tough love. And I say this out of love. You are responsible for your own actions and that's your fault if you're not getting things done. I'm not saying that there's not times where you have a lot more on your plate. Like that totally happens. But on a daily basis, if you're needing to take things home every single day, I really think you should step back and kind of reevaluate what you're doing during your planning time and whether you're being as productive as you can be. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. 
So we're going to give you some homework because we're teachers. Oh yeah. Homework. Homework is good. But here's what we're going to do for you guys. I want you to really sit down and I want you to think about the three things that I just mentioned with Michelle about what we notice between our two evening routines. And so one of the things that we said was again, that we clear off everything on our desk. We make it a point to say we're ready for the next day. So I want you to sit down and I want you to think what are the things that I need to be able to finish or to have done before I leave school in order for me to feel prepared. Write those things down, put it into a little bullet, okay? You can use it on a sticky note right now. And then I want you to think, okay, what is it that I can do at school during the day so that I don't have to take it home later tonight and write those things down and live by it. And then finally, think about what is something that I need to do for myself every day so that I can feel less stressed. Preach it, girl. I love it. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you are notified every time a new episode drops on Thursdays. And until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.